Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. This week, creating a perfect world for LGBT plus people. And Needy and Wheezy? The Guardians on Pollen Patrol this summer. As the pink-washing Pride Month draws to a close, how did this nasty Americanism cross the Atlantic? Pride in the UK is locally celebrated from May to September, not shoehorned into June just because Marks and Spencer make a bloody sandwich about it. BBC Sounds asks us to contemplate what a perfect gay world would feel like in building queertopia. It starts with Chelsea Grimes, the Scouse by footballer, singer-songwriter and presenter, and Shane Jenek, the pansexual, gender-fluid, polyamorous vegan, better known as Courtney Act. They mugged their way through an obvious script into a camp high-energy theme with some annoyingly treated sound clips. Shane's a bit shouty at the intro. You're not on stage at the Royal Vauxhall Tavern now, love. You're listening to the very first episode of Building Queertopia. More script. Every week, we're going to ask a different guest for one big and bold idea. They could be about the laws that govern us, science, music, fashion, social etiquette, you name it, they say. Now, here's the problem with this kind of open. This is a simple idea. We're making the perfect queer world, and we need your help. There's script into the theme, and script out of the theme, but there's also ad-libbing. And as usual, the presenters brought to this are better known for live, or tele-performances, which are very different to the intimacy of audio, especially audio usually listened to on headphones. They simply don't have the skills to make the transition from scripted to vamping sound normal and natural. Also, the clips in this intro are all Shane and Chelsea. They're also a bit shrug-shouldery. I've not established a connection with these people yet, or even heard anything material they want to tell me. So if you're going to clip them, find the stuff that teases and compels me to stick around. Not for the first time, I was thinking of the adage, put your best stuff at the top. If you build up to it, chances are people will have given up by the time you get to it. A synth sting after three minutes, and we finally hear from this week's guest, with three words bound to sink even the most enthusiastic heart, YouTube star. Thankfully, he's also a best-selling author. Riyad Kalaf is here, queer and ready to party, he tells us. Then we're into an under-edited introductory chat, suspiciously like we're still doing the COVID not-in-the-same-room thing. Uh, the first decision made is that there's no pollen in Queertopia, as Riyadh is suffering with hay fever. Cue a tedious discussion about Shane Instagramming his sneezes when he was similarly affected. Chelsea asked Riyadh for Queertopia's first big idea, and it's a doozy. 
He wants to abolish any stereotypical, damaging, restrictive gender norm that's placed on us from birth. They get in the way of fun, freedom and basic life. Riyadh says he wants 58 Barbies playing with girls in flared jeans without judgment. He also talks about meeting his first drag queens, Davina and Vader, and his terror, which came from never being exposed to men in dresses. Shane wants to do away with anything binary and replace with spectrums, he throws in. Now, every so often, an interesting concept or recollection does come up here. Riyadh talks about puberty and how he realised he was different. He thought he was into quote-unquote girly things. Maybe he was trans. And the only way to be a man was the rigid way in which he was taught. He says now he realises being a man is something he loves, but it's got to be his own creation and version of a man. Now, this isn't a particularly unique perspective, but it's not badly recounted. It took us ages to get here, though, and it also hangs heavily on the conceit of being referenced through the creation of this queer-topia concept. Chelsea responds with memories of lining up to play football in a mixed team at school, of people assuming she'd be lesbian just because she wore the kit. Riyadh also talks about his love of all things engineering, aviation, engines and grease. And yet when he came out, what it meant to be gay was flamboyance and rainbows. He said he reclaimed elements of himself as he went through the narrative of coming out. And I like that, having done the same. He also says he had to go in in order to come out, meaning talking about the therapy he's undertaken to sort himself out. Shane settled down a bit by now and comes up with a not uncontroversial view i sometimes think of the unexamined straight man he says and i think does everything just fit you enough that you never ever had to work out whether or not you liked it or didn't like it next up the format rears its ugly head again you're also allowed to bring one piece of art film or television from the real world into queertopia says shane and Riyadh's answer is to suggest the moment when ireland legalized gay marriage it generates more chat about that moment even an audio clip but it's not a piece of art it's a news story if you create a construct for your podcast concept you have to follow it Otherwise, you just get people talking in a room. This isn't bad, it's even thought-provoking, but it's not what the podcast promised me. I thought this would be quirky, funny, creative. It's just ended up being some slightly earnest queer chat, and I've heard all that before. Cocktails are a staple of summer, says Shivani Dave in the Guardian Science Weekly podcast. But are you familiar with cetrazine, glumticosome, and sodium clomglobinate? I think I said that right. Not sure I did. I am, like Shivani and Courtney Act too, apparently. I'm allergic to pollen, meaning this is hay fever season. This week, Shivani says, after a year of lockdown, most conversations with her friends have often come back to our allergies being more intense this year than most. Into a vox pop with some very guardian-y people talking about puffy faces, sinusitis, local honey and snot. Face masks aren't effective, apparently, so Shivani's invited Thomas Ogren, the man who came up with the Ogren plant allergy scale. This is in the Matter of Fact podcast stable. It's not showy. It reads like you'd expect a newspaper pod to, neatly written and pleasantly presented, if a bit twee. We even get a thanks so much for chatting to me, Tom, before he's even said anything. 
Tom defines hay fever. It, Tom defines hay fever in response to Shivani's opening question, which is a bit one o one. It's a pollen allergy. We get it, even those who don't get it. Uh, but he goes on to talk about the differing symptoms and the differing pollens. Most allergies are homegrown, apparently. It comes from stuff in our own garden or nearby. Is there any truth in this tedious allergy sufferer claim that it's getting worse, though? Try telling me that in 1985, trying to do my O-levels. Well, yes, climate change and air quality issues have both affected pollen. Tom's actually a real find. Urban areas are worse thanks to pollution and male plants. Girl trees don't do pollen. The only annoying thing going on in this bit is the kind of nail spa relaxing music being played behind the interview. Not quite loud enough to listen to, but not just loud enough to... But just loud enough to being annoying as hell. But hey, 23 minutes and I learnt a lot. We're a bit studio-bound. I wouldn't have minded a traipse around a park or some sneezes. But if you're suffering, uh, the best tip is to do a yard audit on your evil plants with an expert to literally cocoon you in cleaner air. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed for Pod Roast. This week with Building Queertopia from BBC Sounds and Science Weekly from The Guardian. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. 